0: Hi friends, and welcome to Pointing Toward Hope. I am your host, Wendy Bertinoli. This podcast is filled with positivity for anyone seeking to find more hope and joy in daily life. The goal is to reach as many people as we can to help them to overcome and find joy, even in the midst of extremely hard adversity. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow and leave a review so that we can help as many people as possible. If you or someone you know has a trial that you've been able to work through with the help of our Savior, please contact me so we can get you on the podcast. This is episode 45 in chapter 8 of my book, Keep Up the Pace. I'm so excited that we have made it to the very last chapter. I have had such a good time sharing the way I felt years ago and the things that I was experiencing during that time. It has made me realize how far I've come and, in some ways, habits that I need to readopt. At the end of today's chapter, I leave an epilogue, which was added a few years after the book was written, um, which would have been, it was written in around 2002, so that would have been around 2004 or so. I would like to do an epilogue to the epilogue in the next few weeks where I share where I am today and the things and ideas that have changed. So hopefully I can put that together soon. Thanks so much, my friends for tuning in and supporting me. It really means the world to me. So without any further ado, let's jump into the last chapter. Chapter eight, be who you are to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Ralph Waldo Emerson. When my daughter Michaela was in Chicago competing for the national title of Miss Teen International, she met some really amazing young women. One of the girls that she became close friends with taught her some really great lessons throughout the week of the competition. It was fun that these two were able to bond as they did because Michaela was the youngest competitor and her friend Kim was the oldest competitor. Having experienced more than Michaela, Kim became the source of much inspiration. Michaela learned firsthand what it means to surround yourself with positive energy. But one statement in particular really stuck with Michaela and helped her to be more confident, even though she was the youngest competitor and lacked the experience some of the other contestants had. Kim told her, Always be the best version of yourself, not the second best version of someone else. I was so impressed that at the age of 19, Kim already had a firm hold on who she was and she wasn't going to compromise that for anyone or anything. One of the greatest challenges that the youth of America face today is the struggle to find out who they are and what their place is in this world. Not only do the youth struggle with this concept, but adults do too, especially adult women. I have found through my own experiences of working with youth that the most notable changes in self-acceptance for girls happen between the ages of 12 to 15. And unfortunately, the opinion that we form about ourselves when we are at that age sometimes continues on through adulthood. So how do we as adults learn to accept and celebrate who we are and teach our children to do the same? Well, that is the million dollar question. I have a couple of suggestions that seem to be working for my family. Most of these stem from personal experiences and the journey towards self-acceptance that others have made. I'm still learning and I'm sure there are many things that could be added, but here are just a few to get you started. First of all, learn to celebrate your uniqueness. Isn't it just incredible that all of the billions of people on the earth, there is not one single person who is exactly like you. Sure, we can have a lot in common with others, and there are certain people that we just seem to bond with easily from the start. But there is not one person who has your eyes, your smile, your personality, your zest for life. It is unfortunate that most of us will never live up to the great potential within us. However, we can start striving toward that potential by understanding that you have just as much right to be a great person as the next person. It doesn't matter what color your skin is or how thick or thin you are. It doesn't matter what circumstances you were born under or the cards that you have been dealt in this life. You still have a choice you still drive your own car. You can choose to change the way you view life. Is the glass half empty or half full? If you don't like what is going on in your life right now, only you have the power to change it. If you look in the mirror and don't like what you see or the person that you have become, make the choice to change. Realize that along with changes comes fear and taking risks is never easy But only you have the power to change you Celebrate that fact Joy in knowing that no one else has your little turned up nose or your ability to see the good in others Be grateful that God made you you Second Just because there isn't another person just like you, doesn't mean that you can't learn from others. In fact, the only way that we can achieve our full potential is to learn and grow from our experiences with all people in our lives. Some of my very best friends are the ones that are very different from me. I have grown to love them despite our differences and they have helped me accept myself for who I am. If we can forego the instant stereotyping and really try to give others a chance to make an impression in our lives, we will all be better and stronger for it. I believe that God places us in the path of others so that we in some small way can help them along their way and vice versa. We will never know what joys we could have or what great qualities we could learn from if we never give anyone a chance. Next, be fiercely loyal to yourself, your family, and your friends. Dishonesty and deceitfulness are on a rampage in our world. Don't buy into it. Nothing can do more damage to a family, a business, a friendship, or your character. Lying, backbiting, and gossiping, and sharing confidences that were not meant to be shared will become a heavy burden in your life that will only serve to bring you and others down. When my husband was in college, he had roommates that liked to drink and get a little crazy. Although that is not my husband's lifestyle, he would go with them so that he could be the designated driver and make sure that they all made it home safe and sound. He never once belittled them for what they, how they lived their life and he was always there for them when they needed someone to talk to. We have bumped into some of them over the years and they always comment on how much they respected him for sticking to his values and standards, but never made them feel inferior because they didn't have that same value system. Finally, when you are wrong about something, don't be afraid to own up to your mistake. When you are quick to admit your wrongdoing, your mind and soul will be free from unneeded baggage and guilt. You will be able to move forward with a clear conscience and renewed motivation. People will think more of you for your honesty and forthrightness and your unfailing dedication to your own personal values and standards. As you continue on your path in life, I hope that some of the experiences that I have shared with you have made you laugh or cry. I hope that you have seen in yourself some of the stories that I related. But most of all, I trust that you have become motivated to set a new pace for your future and that you have gained a greater understanding of how important it is to set that pace in your life. Whenever you're feeling down or circumstances just aren't what you hoped they would be, remember, positive attitude changes everything. Your assignment, never stop setting the pace. Epilogue. Shortly after the completion of this book, I was hospitalized for a short period of time. My priorities had become hazy. I was not eating well, and I was spending many sleepless nights worrying needlessly over events that were beyond my control. I was operating on overload with nowhere to go but down. Our bodies and brains are complex entities, and just like a computer, if you overload it, it will crash. If you don't learn how to slow down, your body will do it for you. Crises such as this can be avoided. I share this experience with you to help you to understand how critically important it is to constantly reevaluate your priorities and where you are at in your life. You may think that you have it all under control, but if you haven't been diligent in keeping balance in your life, sooner or later, it will catch up to you. At the same time, don't let fear keep you from moving forward. Keep setting goals, dreaming big, and reaching for the stars. I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. And as always, positive attitude changes everything. Until next time, talk to you soon.